All right, we are live, back in action, streaming through your internet on Block Talk Radio. This is the Root for Sports Podcast. Welcome in. My name is Jason Fearman. I am your host, coming strong from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where it's hot as hell and raining every damn day. But you know what? Damn, put a damper on my weather. I'm ready to rock and roll, baby. It's sports. And there's one thing I want to get into specifically during the kind of the dry season of sports. No football right now. No basketball. Hockey's over. We're in the middle of the baseball season. All-star break coming up. And there's really not too much going on except for maybe a little golf, a little tennis. Hey, we got the World Cup. That's pretty exciting. But what I need to talk about today is Jameis Winston. Very unfortunate situation. Hey, look, here's the deal. Us elders remember the days of the glorious youth and having that feeling of invincibility. You know, like especially if you're a celebrity, an actor, musician, or like a professional athlete. You know, I even remember like back in high school, college days, where the big men on campus, you know, quote unquote, got special treatment. And therefore, you know, they had the impression that they can really do anything they want. The rules do not apply to them. Well, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You know, youth gives us that excuse of being stupid, making dumb mistakes, But, however, at some point, we all have to grow up. And where those excuses from not learning from our mistakes doesn't get you a free pass anymore. Passing the football is what Jameis Winston does for a living. And, unfortunately, he's had a sketchy pass when it comes to violating the NFL policy, collegiate rules, social behavior, uh, whatnot, things like that. And this has been going over about the past six years, back to 2012. There have unfortunately been several incidents that Jameis Winston has been involved with before he even made it to the pros. So those are red flags. Those are alarming right there. Those are things that teams may have taken into consideration. But you know what? The number one overall pick in 2015, Jameis Winston, despite all those red flags. And you know what? Speaking of red flags, allow me to be clear. Accusations are one thing. Convictions are another. I know innocent until proven guilty has lost some weight in our judicial system, yet it's imperative to understand that ordinary people on a regular or low-income salaries, they may solicit those who are in the spotlight to gain financial stability. It happens every day. Unless proof is brought forth to the courtroom, the defendant will walk. And that makes sense. That makes sense. You need to have proof. And in a lot of the situations, they really don't. But he does have quite a timeline, Jameis Winston. Um, This is not a bashing Jameis Winston segment right now. I do want to get out of the way that back when he was drafted, I didn't think that he should have been the number one overall pick, nor did I Marcus Mariota for that matter. Didn't really see either one as franchise quarterbacks. Again, plus all the red flags that happened with Jameis Winston before he was even drafted. So I would not have taken him first off. He had a bad year last year, and he's got a lot to prove. I'm telling you right now, Jameis Winston... If he does not play well in the 2018 season when he returns from a likely three-game suspension due to violating the league conduct policy, um, hey, look, guys, if he don't play well, I don't think he's going to be in a Bucks uniform next year. And if he is, he's going to be riding the bench. He's going to be on the pine. That's the way it's going to go. So as a football player, despite all his success at Florida State, where he led his Seminoles to a 2014 BCS championship, you know, merging victorious, uh, Leadership displayed throughout his teammates. His teammates still love him. You know, winning the Heisman Trophy. You know, I still never thought Winston would become that elite level quarterback. And right now, he's not. And going into his fourth year, I don't know how much more improvement he can get. You know, the organization knew that he was a risky choice given his history. And that Marcus Mariota is being comparably favorable 
to the Heisman winner in Jameis Winston. Uh, but despite Winston's checkered past and long accuracy, uh, you know, long history and issues and whatnot, the team felt, hey, you know what, he's the best fit for our organization, so we're going to stick with him. They drafted him, showed signs of promise, but you know what, things have not panned out. They're not a playoff team. They need help. He's inaccurate, can't throw the long ball well. So red flags on the field as well. But again, going off the field real quick, going back to 2012 in November, a woman had called 911 to report that a couple of men were riding bikes around the campus of Florida State. Um, it was him and another teammate, Chris Kasher, who had pellet guns and claimed that they were shooting squirrels out of trees or whatever it may be. Um, things like that. And then later on, even in that night, uh, what he goes ahead and he does is him and a couple of other uh, teammates of his, uh, which were nameless at this point. You can go ahead and read about it. They got into a pellet gun fight <laughs> in their dorm room or their house where they were staying and caused $4,000 worth of damage. Well, look, when you're a high-profile athlete, you get away with a lot of stuff. And that's pretty much what happened, except for the fact that, yes, the coach said or the alumni or, again, one of the sports guys who over at FSU came in and said, he promised the student-athletes would go ahead and pay for it, the $4,000 and then some, and repair the damages. Well, it's going a few months later in December of 2012. Jameis Winston was accused of raping a woman. Again, accused of raping a woman. The alleged victim reported the incident that night, but didn't even identify Winston as the culprit until five weeks had passed. So due to the alleged victim's lack of cooperation with the police, the case was dropped. And the information was even sent to the state attorney where it was found that there wasn't even enough substantial evidence to file criminal charges against Jameis Winston. Moving along, about a year later, Winston went to Burger King. He asked the cashier for a cup of water. Okay, well, he decided to dump out that water and fill it up with as much soda as he possibly can. She complained, this is not really that big of a deal, but again, just showing a little bit of a pattern as to what he's doing, maybe thinking he's above the world, not putting words in his mouth, I don't know. But sometimes, again, when you're a quarterback in the NFL, you're a high celebrity, whatever it may be, you do kind of think you're above the rules. And I'm not saying that's what he's thinking, but he's certainly acting like it. And when he was accused in April of 2014 for stealing $33 worth of crab legs from a local supermarket in Tallahassee in Florida... I mean, a lot of things come to mind. $33, crab legs, you steal them, how do you get away with it? Well, he didn't. He got caught. And what actually happened this time, after the third or fourth instance, is that, well, he kind of got a slap on the wrist, did a little community service, and Jimbo Fisher, his head coach at the time at Florida State, suspended him for a whole entire half a game. Okay, again, you want your star player out there. I get it. You want to fast forward a few months to September of 2014? Seen by several students, Winston stood up on top of a campus table yelling sexual explicitives revolving around an incident that happened earlier that year in May, which I will get into briefly, which you all know about right now. Uh, I was with an Uber driver who claimed that Jameis Winston had sexually harassed her in the car. Basically, groping her was the words that apparently she used. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, like I said, had suspended his quarterback for the first half following that incident. Apparently, enough is enough. In October later on, Winston was being investigated for whether or not he even took money 
for exchange of his autograph. Everybody in college knows, in the NCAA, they all know it's a God-given rule there. You cannot do that. Do I agree with it? No. I think that these players should be able to make money off of their name, especially if people are willing to give them money for it. But, again, highly illegal, cannot do it. They're investigating it. Says he didn't do it, but there's a lot of proof in the pudding. And you know what the old saying, where there's smoke, there is fire. And that is the way it goes. So this is what I mean when you're young, dumb, feel untouchable. I mean, that people of Jameis Winston's stature can get a big head in the pre-adult years when girls are chasing them, every guy on campus wants to be him, and everywhere he goes, he's considered football royalty, especially where he lives, uh, you know, over here in Tampa or Tallahassee or in the school. Florida is his place. So going back to this, what happened in May of 2014 where the investigation is been ongoing and more prevalent now in the public eye, where going back now about three, four years ago almost, where he is alleged of groping an Uber driver, a female Uber driver, um, Ronald Darby and another player was in the car at that time, even though it has come out and said that they weren't in the car the entire time, so that stands to reason there is certainly a possibility Jameis Winston did something. Was he drunk? I don't know. Was he feeling himself, meaning, hey, you know, maybe I'll make a hit on this woman, or, you know, I am what I am, I could do what I want to do. Again, I'm not putting words in Jameis Winston's mouth. These are just things that happens when you're young, you have a lot of power, and it's very unfortunate. Now, you know what? He may be innocent of just about every single charge here, really, except for stealing the crab legs and things like that. Some of the other stuff is a little petty, but when you're talking about rape, when you're talking about breaking college rules, when you're talking about groping an Uber driver, I mean, come on. Again, too many incidents. He's going to be suspended three games likely to start the season. To me, is that enough? I'm not even sure. Again, he has not been necessarily accused of any real criminal crime. That's great. Neither was a guy like Terrell Owens, but he was almost outcast. Think of a guy like Colin Kaepernick, who just knelt. He was outcast. Ray Rice hit his wife or his fiance at the time. He didn't play football again. There's a lot of things and a lot of NFL teams, whether in their cahoots or not, will not allow these players back in the league. And it's very tough on them. So Winston, you have a lot of improving to do on and off the field. Because I'm telling you right now, if you played the way you played last year, you are not going to have a job next year. And if you do, it's going to be riding the bench and holding a clipboard for your new starter. That's the way it's going to go. You need to show improvement on the field. And off the field, it is time to grow up. You're not 18. You're not 19. You're a fourth-year professional NFL quarterback. And with that comes tremendous responsibility. So again, not accusing you of anything, Jameis Winston. Not one bit. I wasn't there. I don't know anything. But all I do know is, is that there's accusation after allegation and where there's smoke there is fire. I wonder exactly what it is. Things will usually come out in the wash. We'll see what's true. We'll see what's not. I am very eager to find out. I don't wish any harm on the young man. Just want him to get better, make better decisions. And as far as football goes, if you want to remain a quarterback for the Tampa Bay Bucks or any other of the 32 teams in the NFL, you must perform on the field, practice, study your playbook, Forget about Uber, forget about going here, going there, doing that. 
You have a job. You get paid a lot of money to do it. Apparently, you absolutely love it. So you know what? If I were you, my opinion, put my heart and soul into it. That's what you do, Jameis. You're an NFL football player, and you have potential. Do I think that you're going to be elite? No, I mentioned that before. But you know what? Doesn't mean if you surround yourself with a great supporting cast that things can't happen. Work hard. Stay out of trouble. You're in the public spotlight, especially now more than ever. Unfortunately, you don't live to li- you don't get to live the rest of the way that we live. Meaning that we can walk down the street and nobody cares who the heck we are. You walk down the street, you got people running from every corner wanting your autograph. So you live in a different world than I do, and I get that. Probably very difficult. At the same time, so many other people, thousands, thousands upon thousands, are in the same spot that you are, whether they're a quarterback for an NFL team, a goalie in the NHL, LeBron James, anything, Mike Trout and base, anything, whatever it may be. Usually, they handle themselves very well. Get guidance if you have to. You're not a dumb kid. I have faith. Make the right thing happen. That's my advice. This is the Rufus Sports Podcast. My name is Jason Fearman. You can find me on Twitter at SportsProfit1. That is the number one. I will be coming along shortly, giving you some more individual podcasts, but eventually I'll be getting some partners in here, do a little banter back and forth, get the phone calls going. Looking forward to getting really interactive with you guys, especially as the greatest sport of all time approaches, and that would be American football, not football, soccer, which I have plenty of respect for, but American football is right around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. Can't wait to talk about it with you all season long. It's going to be great. Watch out. Jimmy Garoppolo, 49ers, Super Bowl. See ya.